Uh, just to set the stage uh, for these next uh, few minutes, uh, uh, many of you know, but if you're a guest with us, you might not, that uh, Pastor John and Anna uh, have been uh, with us for the last six years, Pastor John serving as our associate pastor, and uh, this is their last Sunday with us uh, before they transition uh, to, uh, to their calling in Cortland, New York, uh, where Pastor John's going to be a discipleship pastor at a church there. Uh, and so uh, we believe uh, that uh, we, as a church family, uh, should follow God's word when it tells us to give honor to whom honor is due. Uh, and um, you hear so many stories of, of, of all the failures in ministry, and I don't know if we celebrate faithfulness enough. Um, and so uh, what opportunity we have today uh, to celebrate the faithfulness of Pastor John and Anna and their family to us, uh, to wish them well as they uh, take this next step in, in following Jesus and his mission for uh, their lives. And so uh, we have a few people that we've asked uh, to come and share some memories and what they're thankful for about Pastor John and Anna. And uh, Jaina is going to start us off. So Jaina, you come on up and... Uh, and uh, Jaina has had a, a special relationship, especially with Anna, over these last few years. And so you can come right up here, Jaina. And I asked her uh, to start us off. Hi, everyone. For those of you who don't know me, I'm Jaina. And I actually grew up going to this church until I got married and then moved down to right outside Philadelphia. So I've known Anna from when I was in middle school, actually. And she and John were youth leaders there. And... I'm not even sure if she remembers this, but to this day, I still have the Bible that she hand-covered for me in fabric and a gospel tract that she gave me. Um, so it wasn't until John and Anna moved back from Iowa when I really got closer with her. I remember telling my friend Bryce that I was looking for a mentor, and Anna came to my mind, but I was a little nervous to ask her because I know that she was busy with motherhood and other things going on in life, but to my surprise, we actually met weekly for a few years. So we went through multiple books of the Bible, like Exodus, Jude, Acts, Romans, and more. Um, And through the studies, there were some things that really stood out to me where she always asked me challenging questions, and that was just something that meant a lot to me because it meant that she truly cared and it was thought-provoking. She provided insight, so before the studies, she would always prepare, learn the history and the background that we fully knew what was going on when we were reading it. She checked in on me weekly, making sure that life was good, um, asked me for prayer requests, prayed for me, and it just showed how intentional that she was. And then she always found a way to apply the studies to her life, and that really meant a lot to me um, because I knew that as I continued to age, I'd probably walk through similar paths like her. When I think of Anna, I think of the words love and encouraging. If you know Anna, you know she loves others so well, loves her family so well, and is a very hospitable person. Um, Proverbs 31:26 says, when she speaks, her words are wise, and she gives instructions with kindness. And the word encouraging came to my mind because whenever I sought guidance from Anna because of a hardship or a dilemma, she would always point me back to the Lord and pour wisdom into my life. Um, we've also been able to do so many other things together, like Strawberry picking, making Christmas cookies together, going out to breakfast. Um, I even had the privilege of her and John attending my wedding 
which meant a lot to me. And I just want to take a moment and thank you both for everything that you've done, welcoming me into your home at all times, um, pouring into me, and just being a role model that Jason and I can look up to in our marriage. Um, sorry, I'm getting emotional. <laughs> Anna, you've not only been an amazing mentor, but an amazing friend, and I know you're going to do marvelous things for the Lord. So um, I'm Matt and Allie. Um, so um, we'll let Gina give her hugs and everything. So, um, so uh, we kind of broke it up a little bit between the, the two of us. So I was going to talk mostly to, to John and then Allie a little bit to, to Anna. Um, so John, I know ever since you came to FBC, um, you've opened up your family to us, and we became really good friends since then. Um, I know Anna's been friends with Allie pretty much growing up here, but um, I've just been able to get to know you since you've moved here from Iowa. Um, it's been awesome to just get to know your family, um, being inspired by you as a, a father. Uh, so I grew up with just a brother and no other girls in my family, so I'm raising Grace. Um, it was nice to see you and how you, you got to raise Etta um, and be a father of a, a daughter. Um, so... Some things that, that I remember that you've helped our family with, um, you've served our family a lot, um, everything from sharing your lawnmower with us, um, helping sweep out our, our basement a bunch of times when we've got water um, in there from the, the rainstorms. Um, it's been great to just play board games with you guys, um, learn to play Otrio down in the, the basement, uh, playing uh, Alhambra on a long nights on, on New Year's, um, and even uh, helping build storage shelves in our basement. Got a bunch of stuff, and John has all the, the wood cutting equipment, so I went over to his house a couple times. He could cut some pieces of, of wood for me so I could put those together. Um, and um, just I love spending my time just serving with you with the youth group when we were doing that and going to winter blast camps, um, oftentimes trying to remind kids not to spend all their money on moxie and iced teas and save something for the McDonald's trip. Like, you, you need to have at least $5 to, to buy lunch when you go back. You can't spend it all on drinks at, at, at camp. Um, we didn't succeed all the times. Um, had to give change to some students every now and then. Um, and I uh, just kind of wanted to close with some things that you, you helped us with um, your service in church as well. And so I know in 1 Corinthians... Um, Paul says the church is like a body, and we all have different gifts, and some people like feet and eyes and hands, and I felt like you're kind of like the circulatory system of our church. Like, you've had hands in, like, almost every different aspect here, um, whether it's from the, the tech team to music, um, small groups, youth groups, making balloon animals, water slides, um, VBS decorations, social media director. Um, I don't think there's anything that the church has done that you haven't been a part of. Um, one of the things that I, I'm thankful for the most is during COVID when we were putting all the church videos and everything together, um, you were able to take these science videos that Allie and I made and just like on our little iPhone camera, nothing special, then we'd send them to John and all of a sudden we'd come back Sunday morning and they'd have all these like music and 
graphics, and they looked super fancy, and we had, we had nothing to do with that. It was all John putting those together. And everyone would be like, oh, we love your videos, man, and now they're so awesome. It's like, thanks, but John's the one that made all those, <laughs> made them fancy for everybody. Um, it's also cool because Grace got to grow up seeing um, Allie and watch videos of her singing songs, and so Grace would love to watch the YouTube songs um, at home along with thousands of other people where eventually you had to take videos off of the website because they were getting too popular. <laughs> um, and uh, we just know that you've been involved in so much more than a lot of people realize at the church and how much time you've poured into here. Um, and we'll definitely be sad to see you go. Um, but know that you'll um, continue to use your gifts um, at the next church and that you'll be as much of a blessing to them as you have been to us. I'm just going to read mine. So. <laughs> uh, it's hard for me to decide what to say today since I've been friends with Anna pretty much since you were born. <laughs> um, but I mostly just want to say thank you. It's been the biggest blessing to live a mile away from you these past six years and j to just do life together. You and your family have walked us with us through some of our lowest lows and provided encouragement and a listening ear and a physical help to us. You've also celebrated with us in some of our biggest joys, and I've just learned so much from you in watching you how you raise your family and how you keep your family first while simultaneously loving and serving our church family to the, to the best of your ability. You intentionally seek out ways you can help and serve those in need, and I know many in here would agree that you are such an honest and genuine person, easy to talk to and open up to. I cherish my memories here at FBC with you, being youth leaders together, singing songs together, Bible studies, park dates, and many of our small conversations through these years, not to mention the thousands of memories from our, from our childhood. <laughs> It feels like such a huge loss to not see you as often or have you this close, but I know our friendship will continue, just as it will with many others here at FBC. And I'm so glad other families in your new community will be able to experience the same level of friendship, thoughtfulness, love, and fun that we've had with you. You'll be as much of a blessing to your new church as you were to ours, and I, we hope you'll see community blossom and the gospel spread. Thank you. <laughs> Morning, church. Morning. Tori and I just have a few words that we would like to share with the Heister Camp family sitting right over there. Friends are a blessing from the Lord. Close friends are a rare bonus. Henry and I are so grateful for the friendship we have with John, Anna, and the whole family. As Paul writes in his first letter to the Thessalonians, how can we thank God enough for you in return for all the joy we have in the presence of our God because of you? Well, we can't, but we're going to try anyway with a little poem we wrote in your honor. John is a man who loves the Lord. Spend time with him and you're never ignored. He loves to play and win at his games. Whether cards or with axes, he carefully aims. Anna's a wife, a mom, and much more, a friend who opens her heart and front door. The food she prepares is healthy and nice, and sometimes is made with interesting spice. 
Etta's art is so precious, adorably cute, and her reading ability is more than astute. She laughs just as hard as her smile is wide, and her hugs make you feel warm and fuzzy inside. Leon loves trains, and Thomas the most. A job as engineer he someday may boast. Once shy and soft-spoken when talking to you, he can go on now for hours about any choo-choo. <laughs> Silas is growing so quickly each day, he eats all his food on the table and tray. With smiles and laughter, he greets more than one. With high fives and fist bumps, we have so much fun. The Heister Camps are such a wonderful team, and we hold the whole family in highest esteem. No matter where they might live and call home, their friendship is sweeter than a big honeycomb. We all know for certain they're part of God's plan, whether close here in Phillipsburg or even Japan. Don't go there, though. <laughs> Although they'll be missed every day after day, their response to God's calling will lead us to pray. For God's guidance and blessing as their family moves on to Cortland, New York. At least it's not Oregon. We pray God will use their hearts and their gifts to show others the love of the God who exists. We wish your whole family the very best. And may your service to God be richly blessed. We love you love guys. You guys. Derek, you can go ahead and click that next slide over. Sunshine Club kids, thanks for hanging in there with us. Uh, and, and you guys can head on out. Out the doors and to the left, that's where our nursery, children's church, and Sunshine Club. So nursery through fourth grade. And so thankful for all of our uh, children's uh, teachers opening God's word with our kids uh, to teach them more about who he is and how great he is. Uh, I, I have the opportunity to share a few thoughts of my own with you, and as so many others have said, um, there, there, there's so much uh, that we can say about uh, Pastor John and Anna. First uh, Thessalonians 5.18 tells us to give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. So Paul is telling us it's the will of God for our lives that we be thankful no matter the circumstance. And John and Anna it's not easy to be thankful that you're leaving, but it's easy to be thankful for you. It's easy to be thankful for you. And I've decided to limit myself to just three areas of thankfulness. Just three. Uh, so first, John, uh, I'm thankful for our friendship. Uh, it, it's good to be John's friend, uh, as Matt has already uh, talked about. Uh, it, it, it means that you have someone that's willing to do um, whatever you need at a drop of a hat for you. Uh, it means I have someone who is a lot better at working with wood than I am. Uh, so I have certain things that, that are made out of wood in my house that I wouldn't have if it wasn't, if it wasn't for John. Um, John, uh, you have put up with me constantly inferring that you grew up on a farm just because you grew up in Iowa <laughs> during my messages. Um, and so if you've ever heard one of those uh, inside jokes during message, it, just, just to come clean, it's not true. But it might be because he did grow up in Iowa. Um, and he did work for John Deere. <laughs> um, uh, we've been able to commiserate together uh, 
about uh, parenting, uh, when uh, things are, are tough, and when uh, sleep is at a, a premium, uh, but then also uh, celebrate pr- uh, parenting wins together, and uh, watching you be a father, I think, makes me a better dad. And so I'm thankful I've gotten to watch you do that for the last six years. Uh, we both have a pretty competitive side, uh, which meant some good ping pong matches back in the day, uh, even, those, even though those went your way more often uh, than not. Um, Anna, uh, I'm thankful that Becca has you as a friend. Um, I- I'm thankful that even in the season of being a mom to three young children, uh, you've uh, prioritized uh, your relationship with other people. You've prioritized doing ministry at John's side together. I love watching you uh, serve people together. I, I love watching you guys practice hospitality, uh, gathering women together to study God's word. Um, I- I'm just uh, so thankful for the example that you've been to so many and the friend that you've been to so many here. Um, our-, our families are evidence of how long six years is and how much can change in that time. Uh, because when you came, we each had one child. <laughs> now we have seven between us, um, and so that's a lot. And uh, it's, it is just a privilege uh, to raise families together and, and, and to serve God in vocational ministry. Uh, I count serving vocational ministry as a privilege. I know John does as well, but it's an even greater blessing to do so with such good friends like you. Um, uh, second, John, I, I'm thankful that you are trustworthy. Uh, if someone wanted me to describe Pastor John, I would say he is a trustworthy friend. Um, if you said that you were going to do something, I could consider it done. Uh, from figuring out how to overhaul our website when you first came and keeping it up to date ever since, uh, to making and keeping us functional online during COVID, all the videos that Matt and Allie already mentioned, putting together a photo directory most recently, so many more tasks, too many uh, to mention when you said you would do it, it happened, and I never had to worry about it, um, and I'm very thankful for that, and you did it with excellence. But even more important than trustworthiness as far as task goes, uh, you are trustworthy with our students. Uh, for the last six years, you've ensured that they've had a safe environment uh, to build relationships and learn from God's Word, uh, planning, executing events and trips, constantly communicating with parents of our students, Uh, I'm so thankful for the environment that we have for our teenagers. Many of them are here uh, today, um, and that's thanks to your leadership, to your love for them, um, and just how trustworthy uh, you are. Uh, Most importantly, though, I'm thankful that you're trustworthy with the Word of God. From teaching on Wednesday nights to preaching on Sunday mornings, I've never had to worry about what you were going to say because I knew that you were committed to saying what God's Word said. Uh, unpacking, explaining, and applying God's truth to our lives so faithfully. Uh, So I'm thankful for our friendship. I'm thankful that you are trustworthy. And finally, I'm thankful that you have a passion for discipleship. I know this is what brought you here. It's what kept you here for six years. And now it's what's taking you to Cortland, New York. Uh, You both have made it your purpose to fulfill the Great Commission, making more and better followers of Jesus Uh, And for the last year and a half, uh, uh, we have had the opportunity uh, to push each other to be even more intentional about uh, making disciples uh, through the Timothy Initiative, Disciples Making Disciples. Um, And I know that you are both committed to being filled with the Holy Spirit 
each day so you're empowered to fulfill his plans and purposes and to build his kingdom, his kingdom. And I'm excited to see you both take your passion for making disciples that will make disciples to Cortland, New York, trusting that that is the location that God has for you to accomplish his mission in this next season of your life. And so, as we sadly and joyfully send you out today, uh, my charge to you is this. Abide in Jesus, because apart from him, we can do nothing of eternal value. Equip the saints for the work of the ministry, for the building up of the body of Christ, and be joyful always, pray without ceasing, and give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. I love you both very much. I'm so thankful for you and the six years we've had to work side by side. Um, and there were some students and youth leaders who wanted to take the opportunity to say thank you to you as well. And so uh, you're about to watch a video uh, that they made of uh, sharing their memories and thankfulness. And then, uh, Pastor John, you're going to come up and speak to us uh, after this video. And I want to thank you guys for making Wednesdays the highlight of my week. And then a memory I have of you, John, is when you used to do the girls' small group and you'd take us all up to the sanctuary and we would sit on the stage. And then I also want to say I'm sad to say, see you guys go, but it's been such a blessing having you guys in my life. Hey, Pastor John, just wanted to say thank you for the impact you've had on FBC and on me and so on, so many other students. It's been so awesome to be once a part of your youth group and just going to Winter Blast and playing basketball and doing all sorts of things. Um, I've learned so much just having you and Anna as leaders and mentors and lights in my life. And um, I just want to say how awesome it was to see you keep the youth group afloat during COVID. That was such a challenge and you just did such a good job of staying um, intentional with students and encouraging students in that hard year for all of us um, and just how awesome the youth group ministry has become and just how big it's gotten and how many awesome students that have now gotten to work as a leader alongside you and Anna and that's been awesome as well and I know God is going to use you in great ways in New York and thank you for all you've done we're praying for you and we love you guys hey John it's me Logan I just hope you had a great Christmas yesterday and I want to take this time to thank you so much for being my youth pastor for these years. You and your family helped me come to Christ even more and grow my faith. Hope you guys have a safe trip to New York and an awesome journey throughout your guys' life. You guys have meant, meant so much to me. Thank you guys so much. All right, guys. God bless. Bye. Hey, John. I'm just uh, so uh, thankful for just all the things that you have uh, done for our church. Um, just I remember those several years ago when you stepped into uh, that position of associate pastor. Um, I couldn't say how much you uh, really have impacted me for uh, the better. And I'm just uh, so thankful for that. Um, like especially during COVID, uh, you, were, you were able to step up to the challenge of transitioning our worship services totally online. And even like doing stuff on, like outside. Uh, you had your hands in like practically everything that FBC did. And uh, that was so incredible. Um, and I wish I could be there uh, this Sunday, but I'm down in Phoenix uh, going for the bowl game, which hopefully everybody will uh, win. But anyways, <laughs> uh, uh, just know that I'm just so appreciative uh, just for all that you've done for FBC. 
Thank you, John and Anna, for all you've done for me, and best of luck on wherever life may take you. Hey, John and Anna, I just want to say thank you for the impact you've had on my life and for the ways that you've poured into it and helped me to become a better youth leader, a better servant of the Lord, and really show me what servant leadership looks like. Um, it's just been such an honor to get to serve alongside of both of you, and yeah, you will be greatly missed. Um, I am so excited for what God has for you, but it is, it is a hard goodbye, and I am just so grateful for the opportunity I've had to know both of you and your kids and just get to be part of everything here at FBC with all of you. Thank you for being part of what makes FBC feel like home for me and for helping me to really understand, um, again, what servant leadership looks like. So I'm going to miss you guys a lot. I love you all. All right. So... My vid may not be as extravagant or filled with surprises as everybody else's, but I'm still gonna, you know, put my best foot forward. I have really not planned anything out. I'm just gonna wing it here. So just, I just need to start off by saying a huge, huge thank you to you, Pastor John, for sticking with this youth group as long as you did. Um, and just, you know, being, how do I put this? The fun pastor. <laughs> it's just like, okay. So what I mean by that is you always had something fun for us to do. Whether it be a game or just some kind of learning experience. Just You always tried to make it fun for us while sharing God's word, which is what you know pastors are supposed to do. We are going to miss you a lot. Very, very much so. <laughs> um, just between you and me, uh... Uh, there there were some tears shed at, at the initial announcement. Anyways, um, but yeah, we are all going to miss you very, very much, but I know you'll do great out there. I know this is your calling, and I respect the choice that you've made. We will miss you, we will visit you, and uh, yeah. Thanks for all the memories, Pastor John. Catch you later. Hi, Pastor John. So we're going to miss you as you go to New York. And I hope whatever is calling you is a good calling. And I hope you and your family stay safe as well. So when we talk about memories, my favorite memory of you is when I remember it was for the corn maze this year. And, you know, it was pouring rain and we couldn't go out to the corn maze. And then you're like, oh, let's go to Chick-fil-A. Um, and one of my favorite restaurants are, is Chick-fil-A. And so it just brought up my mood and um, the conversations we had there with the whole group was also fun, the activities we did. And I just found that as one of my favorite memories. Let, 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 me, let me be real with you. My favorite part was the first day I met you at um, VBS. I remember we were here like scrambling for a new church. We didn't know where to go. Times were tough during COVID. But then we decided to go to the nearest church close to us. And we thought it was going to be something different. We're like, oh, we're going to go to this church. And we're going to end up moving to another church. But the thing that was different about this church was kind of like the environment. And like the family that we had inside this like youth group. And I kind of like enjoy where I am. Um, I feel like one best memory I have is like when we're talking about baptism. And we went to the park. We kind of like did like a one-on-one -on -one practice while learning about baptism. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm gonna miss you, girl. I'm gonna miss you. And Anna. A lot. And Anna. A lot. The rest of the kiddos. Oh, Miss Yeah. Is that right? Hey, Anna and Pastor John. Thank you so much for the ministry that you guys have had at FBC. Thank you for how much uh, you've poured into me during my time uh, at FBC and for as long as I've known you guys. Uh, from when I was in youth group um, to, to now, I, I can't count the amount of times that you guys have welcomed me into your, welcomed me into your home. Um, I've just cared about me, uh, showed me love, and discipled me uh, from the many rounds of disc golf that, that you introduced me to, John, to um, just the countless hours that I've, I've sat down uh, and just had conversations with you about who, who knows what. Uh, but both of you have been just such a blessing in my life, and I, I, I don't know where I would be now without you guys. So just thank you so much for your faithfulness um, and, and your just absolute passion to serve God uh, wherever you guys have been. Uh, we're going to miss you so much, um, but I'm really excited to see how God's going to use you in Cortland because uh, I know you're going to be just as much of a blessing there as you have been here. We love you all, uh, and thank you so much for everything that you've done. weird not knowing what's going to go on on a Sunday morning because uh, usually I have some involvement in getting things together for Sunday and so coming in blind this morning was uh, was strange and um, I remember the first Sunday I was here six years ago um, in, in uh, what was my inst installment service to become a pastor for the first time um, people said some generous things about me and it brought to mind uh, in uh, in Roman history, when a Roman general was victorious and they were paraded through Rome, uh, there would be a, a slave that would be tasked with walking alongside them, and the slave would whisper in their ear every so often, uh, memento mori, which means remember that you will die. Um, uh, and it was meant to ground the general, make sure they didn't get too uh, lofty of an idea of who they are. And um, and uh, very thankful for um, for all the things that have been shared, and um, I'm, I'm not sure that I'm deserving of them all, but I have many, many great memories uh, with, with all those that were in the video. I know many of you um, just have so many uh, people that I could thank, and I certainly can't do all of that and would, would miss so many. Um, in, uh, in in youth group, one of my favorite events that we've done is uh, Winter Blast, where we take students away on a winter retreat just for a couple nights overnight. And I, we've even taken away their phones and stuff for the weekend, and they still like to go, which is pretty incredible. Uh, but one of my uh, one of my favorite memories from Winter Blast was when Leon was a baby. Uh, I made one of our students, one of the guys, Noah Tavares, I made him hold Leon during breakfast one day, and he just like didn't know what to do with this like child that he was holding and. Um, made Brandon read Pout Pout Fish to my kids at our house one time. If you've never read Pout Pout Fish, it's a great book, especially uh, for a teenager that doesn't like reading. Uh, that was that was uh, that was pretty funny. Um, something that just came to mind yesterday. Um, 
If, if you don't know this about me, I can be a little bit forgetful about about some certain little things every once in a while. Um, if you talk to Deb Mutchler, she can attest uh, to the number of times that I would walk past her saying, hey, I'll see you later, I'm headed out, um, only to walk back past her a minute later because I realized I left my keys on my desk. I don't know how many times I've done that. Uh, but there, there was a Sunday morning once when um, I, was, uh, uh, I was playing with the worship team doing percussion on a Sunday morning. And, uh, and all of a sudden, Sybil St. John came up to me and said, hey, do you have the keys for, for Anna's car? And uh, I had forgotten my phone at home that Sunday, and Anna had been trying to get a hold of me because she was stranded at home. Uh, I think this was before we had our van, so we just had the one set of keys, and sure enough, it was in my pocket, and I was here, and she was at home trying to figure out what to do and sent out an SOS, and Sybil came and uh, found us and... Uh, I'm just thankful for for, for all of you. you. You've been patient uh, with me specifically, um, stepping into ministry for the first time over, over these past six years. Um, I've been grateful for that. Um, and there's been so many times that you all have helped uh, Anna and I in different ways. Um, again, I, I could I could go on and on just listing all the different ways that you have been a blessing to Anna and I. Um, but I could summarize it by saying this, that there have been several, um, thankfully not too many, but a couple occasions where there's been like emergency type things that have gone on in our lives that we've needed uh, help in a moment's notice. Um, and I can say that the hardest part in those moments is, um, is figuring out who to call, um, not because there's no one to call, but because there are so many of you um, that I know would come at a moment's notice and have um, that is just trying to figure out who, uh, which of you to call. Um, you, you've been so good to us, uh, to me and Anna and our kids. Um, and I don't just say that as a pastor at this church, but I just say that as an ordinary individual in the family of First Baptist. Uh, if you haven't gotten fully connected to this church, um, then you're missing out on what church is meant to be, to be uh, part of a family of brothers and sisters in Christ that love each other, encourage each other, come alongside each other at times when you need it, help others when you are able, um, drop anything when people are in need. Um, and, and I know that you don't do that just for pastors, certainly. I, I've been blessed in a major way uh, being your pastor, but I get the special privilege of seeing you all do that for each other, often without any recognition at all. And so I know that this is a loving church family. I've experienced it. I get to see you all uh, care for each other well, and I'm, uh, I'm truly blessed far beyond what I deserve. Um, and so it, it's always been a privilege for me to serve you in whatever way I could uh, as a pastor, as a friend, as uh, traveling IT support, uh, in, in, whatever, in whatever capacity uh, I've been able to help, I have, I, have, I have wanted to help. And so uh, just really briefly, I wanted to echo Paul's words to Timothy because I think it uh, depicts exactly the kind of message that I would want to leave you all with. And so if, if, if you would, I'd love for you to turn to First Timothy uh, chapter 1. I'm going to keep this really, uh, really, really brief. Uh, but First Timothy chapter 1. Um, if you have one of our Bibles, it is on page 991. Um, so if, if you want to grab a Bible in the pew rack in front of you, I uh, would love for you to look at this for yourself. Uh, but just really briefly, I uh, want to echo Paul's words here in First Timothy 1, verses 12 through 19. So I'm going uh, I'm to read uh, these verses and just make uh, a few remarks. So this is what Paul said to Timothy. Timothy was... 
uh, being mentored by Paul. Paul had been training him for ministry. Um, and so these are the words of a mentor to, uh, to, to Timothy. It says, I think, Paul says, I thank him who has given me strength, Christ Jesus our Lord, because he judged me faithful, appointing me to his service. Though formerly I was a blasphemer, persecutor, an insolent opponent, but I received mercy because I acted ignorantly in unbelief. And the grace of our Lord overflowed for me with the faith and love that are in Christ Jesus. Um, I, I have been blessed far beyond what I deserve. As I think about Paul saying this, he, he's just trying to um, highlight the reality that all that he's done for the sake of the kingdom of God, which is extraordinary when you think about Paul's life, and if you know about him, he wrote a large majority of the New Testament of the Bible, so he's a pretty significant dude. Uh, but as he talked about himself, he highlighted the reality that without God, nothing that he did would have ever happened. Nothing of consequence would have ever been accomplished apart from what God had done in his life. And, um, and so truly I could say um, with all the things that have been said uh, uh, about me um, that nothing, nothing I've accomplished um, that has mattered has been through my own strength. God has totally changed my life, given me new purpose um, that I would not have apart from him. And so I'm forever grateful to God for how he has changed my life um, for the opportunities and privileges he's given me to serve him by being a pastor here and serving you all. And, um, and so it is not something that uh, you ought to direct praise to me, but it's completely praise to God for all that he's accomplished. Uh, I'm forever grateful to be uh, used by him. And, and God has just been gracious in so many ways, uh, especially to give me partners in the gospel in you all, especially Tim, you. Um, there's so much I could say, but having a teammate in the gospel that wants to fulfill the, king, uh, the kingdom mission of making more and better followers of Jesus, um, I, I'm grateful to be uh, your partner in the gospel in that way. And that doesn't end here. It's just different going forward. Uh, there's so many of you that I'm so thankful to be teammates in ministry with. Um, very thankful for um, the partner that God's given me in Anna to be a gospel teammate. And so I'm taking her with me to, to Cortland. Uh, because I need her more than you do, trust me. Um, there's so much I could say. Uh, so as, as I just keep going on in First Timothy, uh, verse 15, Paul talking to Timothy says that the saying is trustworthy and deserving of full acceptance that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners of whom I am foremost. But I receive mercy for this reason, that in me, as the foremost, Jesus Christ might display his perfect patience as an example to those who are to believe in him for eternal life, to the king of the ages, immortal, invisible, the only God, be honor and glory forever. Amen. With everything I've done here at FBC, I've tried to keep this at heart, to, to serve and pastor in a way that would be the, for the benefit of you and your growth and would simultaneously direct all praise and all honor to God because he is deserving of all of it. He is the king of all kings to worship and adore. Um, if I had to uh, summarize who I am in a, in a simple way, I, I could say that I'm, I'm just a kid from Iowa. What could God do with a kid from Iowa besides, you know, have him farm or something like that? Um, 
I might not stumble as badly over my words as I did six years ago when I first came, and you all were very patient with me. Um, But I've come to appreciate that anything I do, if it's going to have a lasting impact, it has to be totally bathed in the power of the Spirit that is working through me. Because if anything is done just under my own power, my own skills, whatever, um, those things aren't going to last. They're not going to make a difference. But I have learned the value of constantly and consistently seeking God's direction and guidance every day before every conversation, hoping that God would use me in a powerful way far beyond what I could anticipate or expect. Paul's salvation story was extreme. As he describes, the reality of him coming to Christ ought to be a testament that if anybody would see their need for forgiveness for their sins through Jesus, uh, Paul can be an example that if if anybody can be forgiven like Paul, then all of us can be forgiven. I'm so grateful that at the age of 14, God opened my eyes to my sin because I could have gone down the path of being a religious know-it-all that did all the right things and, uh, and did the church stuff, but my heart was far from God because I thought that I had earned it all myself. And so I love that Paul describes himself as the foremost, the chief of sinners. If there was a contest at who is sinning, and I'm a pretty competitive person, as uh, some people have mentioned, uh, but Paul seemed like he was pretty competitive in this sense that he saw himself as the greatest of sinners, and yet God's grace was far greater. And that grace is extended to you and me. God has been gracious with me far beyond what I deserve. And I've been privileged to serve you all and be part of First Baptist Church's mission of making more and better followers of Jesus. Um, So as I was reading this passage, I continued on, and I thought verses 18 and 19 are a fitting way for me to end my time here as one of your pastors. And so let me just read verse 18, the beginning of 19. Paul says, This charge I entrust to you, Timothy, my child, in accordance with the prophecies previously Uh, made about you, that by them you may wage the good warfare, or fight the good fight, holding faith and a good conscience. Wage the good warfare, fight the good fight, holding faith and a good conscience. Uh, If you've experienced the same grace that Paul's experienced, and if you've had a similar moment like I had at the age of 14 when you saw your need to have all of your sins forgiven, by God and to fully trust in Jesus, his perfect life, his sacrificial death, and his miraculous resurrection. If you've come to that place of faith in Jesus for yourself, then God has given you a good fight to engage in, a fight that I've desired to be a part of and that we've wanted to equip the church as a whole to be a part of. And so as a church, we often use this phrase to describe this very large mission that God has given us, and it's to make more and better followers of Jesus. Jesus himself was about the mission. He gave it to his disciples, and so it continues today. That God's people would be, that we'd be transformed by the truth of the gospel. That it would blow us away. That God would be gracious with us so that our lives would be forever changed. And we would desire to root out sin in our lives uh, through the power of the Spirit and lead lost people to Christ so that they could go on to lead other lost people to Christ as well. And so we are forever grateful for the good news of the gospel, and I'm forever grateful to be used by God, and uh, and I'm I'm so so very thankful for you all. So let me let me close in a word of prayer. Uh, God, you are good. 
you have designs that are far beyond our understanding, and so I'm so grateful that you would bring a kid uh, from Iowa to New Jersey, um, and that you could uh, you could accomplish your will through me. And so I, I'm so, so thankful for this church family, uh, all they mean to me and my family, all that they've done in the Phillipsburg area for so many years. God, I'm grateful for the legacy of the gospel that has existed and will continue to go on. I'm thankful for Pastor Tim and his leadership. And God, I just pray that you continue to use this church family to seek and save the lost, to fulfill the great commission of making more and better followers of Jesus. And we know that we need you. God, would would you use uh, this church family to see many, many lost people come to you? We, We know that there are people in this city that you've set aside for yourself. And I pray that we would all go out um, God, and just be faithful ambassadors for you. Grateful for all that you promised to do uh, if we would follow your leading. Uh, I pray that you give us the boldness and strength to do that. So we want to pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, would love for you. We, we always have the communication card. Uh, I think Pastor Tim referred to that at the beginning of the service in your bulletin. But if you want to take out the communication card, just have an opportunity to um, to, to respond to God this morning. Truly uh, want all of the praise to be directed at God because, not, as I said before, nothing I've accomplished is really through my own power. It's all because God has changed my life, and I pray that he would dramatically change yours. Um, and so I, I, all I was told is that there's going to be a video. I don't know what it is. Uh, I'm going to go grab some tissues just in case. But, um, but as the video plays, it, it, we would love for you to fill out those communication cards. We'd love to pray for you. Um, and, and there's no place to do that on that card. Uh, so take a moment to do that as this video plays. Yeah. 
I, uh, I'm going to ask uh, Pastor John and Anna uh, to come on up uh, to the platform, as well as the, the elders of our church. Uh, we're going to close our time today uh, just by praying over uh, John and Anna as, uh, as, as they go out uh, to uh, continue to serve a God in Cortland, New York. Uh, it is a privilege for us as a church uh, to see people uh, serve with us here and then to continue to serve as they go out from here, uh, because the kingdom of God is not regional, it is global, and we are all on the team of, uh, of the gospel and uh, proclaiming Jesus wherever God has us. And so um, this is a special moment for us uh, just to be able to pray, to thank God for all that they've done, and, and to dedicate uh, their lives uh, to the Lord. Uh, so we love you guys. Um, we're thankful, uh, so thankful for you, uh, and that we get to pray for you. Uh, so Phil and then Doug are going to pray for us. And would you stand with me, church, um, and, and join us uh, as we pray over them? Um, I trust that uh, what they're going to share will echo uh, your feelings uh, told, towards this couple that we uh, love so much. So Phil, go ahead and lead us off. Father God, we're, uh, we're thankful for your guidance in our lives. We prayed over these two when they uh, first got married. And God, we said, uh, we don't know where they're going. They could have been going to the mission field. They could have been going far, far away. And in your grace, you took them to Iowa. In your grace, you brought them here. And in your grace, you're moving them to Cortland. We thank you that they seek you in their lives. And we pray that they'll just continue to lean upon you as parents, that they'll love on their kids, that each one of them will come to know Jesus and to follow you with their hearts. Mm -hmm. We pray that uh, they would have impact in the lives of all they come in contact with there. We're just grateful for the uh, period that you've given us with them. Father, as we continue, I want to thank you. Lord, having seen Anna be born and knowing her whole life, Father, for knowing John for a much shorter period of time, but nonetheless, learning to uh, know a man who desired to serve you. And as the two came together in marriage, Father, that they continued to have a deep, deep desire uh, to, f to follow you. Lord, for on behalf of this congregation, I want to ask you to, I want to thank them for what they have done. Lord, we want to ask you to bless them as they move forward in the future to serve you, that they will continue not only to do uh, what they have done as be as active as they have been here at First Baptist, but Lord, to even be able to have a deeper opportunity uh, to serve you even more, to be fruitful as we've seen in the lives of the people that are around them, whether they be young people or whether they be adults, Lord, to see the ministry of these two people. I pray particularly for John, Lord, as he starts in a new position, in a new location, in a new, uh, new semi-new culture, uh, Father, in upstate New York. Uh, but he's moved from Iowa to New Jersey, Father. If he can do that, we know he can certainly move from, from here to upstate New York. But nonetheless... Father, I know that there will always be uh, new accommodations that one has to make as one moves to another location. Father, I now just pray your blessing on this couple. 
I pray that they might, throughout the remainder of their lives, continue to serve you in the way that they have. Father, that they might see people come to be discipled and grow in their Christianity and also, Father, to become Christians, that they might see a great deal of evangelism in their lives. Now, Lord, I just pray your blessing on this, uh, on these two. Lord, I know that, that we will miss them, and I know there will be a hole left in our hearts, but I pray, Lord, that you will fill that, uh, Father, it just uh, that we will know that what they're doing is serving you and that we had a part in seeing John and Anna grow in that. Now, Father, I just pray your blessing upon them uh, in all that they do for the rest of their lives. I ask this in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.